This is Dr. Rosie Kuhn, and this podcast series is called Spiritual Immersion, Taking the Plunge. And the intention of these podcasts is to give you some ideas of what happens along the way as you progress on your spiritual path, or as you step on your spiritual path, or as you fall off your spiritual path. Um, It's all part and parcel of being a spiritual being in this human experience. And for the longest time, we're just know ourselves to be human, uh, except for those few that go, yeah, no, I always knew I had, I was a spiritual being having a human experience. So the point is, is that we can empower ourselves over and over again to step on the path, step off the path, <laughs> ignore the path, disregard the path, deny the path. We can do any or all of that because we have free will. Uh, but, but mostly even we have free will, we're always guided or directed or circumstances um, uh, occur, which creates an opportunity for us to choose once again to get back on the path. I um, have a specific specific element or where I'm going, a trajectory on this, but I'm seeing that a lot of the other things I've been thinking about talking about today are also entering into this into this conversation. This is uh, podcast 96. And so we're getting close to the end of the 100 that I'm intending to complete. So um, in that there's a lot of perhaps summaries or generalizations or things we've covered and may cover again briefly. Um, But one of the things I wanted to touch on again is that question of when will I get there? When will I arrive? Um, and how will I know when I've arrived? And um, <laughs> this isn't based on the fact that I just finished my book called I've Arrived. Well, sort of. Uh, but it's that question that's constant of, okay, when, do, when will I know I'm there? When will I experience the nirvana, the, the blissness of, of the divine sacred place that I'm supposed to be going to? heaven uh, on earth as a possibility. And um, it's an interesting, it's an interesting practice of arriving. Um, There's a saying, the journey of a thousand miles begins with one step. I think it was Lao Tzu who said that. And um, that journey of a thousand miles begins with one step over and over and over again. In a sense that when we take a step, we arrive in this moment. We arrive at this place that the step brought us to. It brings us to this moment, to this circumstance, to this awareness, this perception, this emotion, this mentalization, this fear. It brings us to this, and this is all there is. Uh, and you know, it's funny when I'm, I'm saying all these things, I go, wow, I can't believe I'm saying all these things. Cause I would hear other people say that and I go, oh my God, that just doesn't make sense at all. But as you progress along your path, you realize that the isness of is in a sense where you are in what step you've just taken brings you to this moment and this opportunity and, uh, this opportunity to see and observe and witness and experience and feel and sense, and know, and question, all of it. And um, the, the the place of where we were, in a sense, the identity that you, you've had, 
up till now, you're, you're cultivating a different identity. You're cultivating an awareness of a you that you may have resisted or you, a you that you couldn't imagine it actually existed. Um, I know that's true for myself is I, you know, I am, I knew myself to be who I was. I never saw myself to be this really. I had a moment many, many years ago in my thirties, I was standing in front of a building looking at the, um, the sculptures on this building. And as I was looking, all of a sudden I had this moment uh, and less than a second kind of switch o change and I was in embodied in another person. And, and then I was back into myself at 30. And I knew that where I went was the me that I am now. And I could feel the quality of presence, the quality of calm, the quality of um, fearlessness to a large degree. And it was like, wow, that's who I'm going to become. But I had no idea how I would get there. I just assumed that I would just evolve and mature and and just get there. <laughs> I didn't realize the degree to which there's discipline and dedication and devotion and training and, and a lot of hard work that goes into letting go of the, the me that I was for the me that I am, I am now and the me that I am becoming. So each one of us has this opportunity to evolve um, and, and uh, come to ourselves in this moment. And so often it's, it's that, okay, so I've gotten this far, Where, what's next? Where am I going next? Uh, what's the next opportunity? We kind of jump ahead into, you know, what's, it's like uh, finishing high school and going, okay, what's it going to be like in college as opposed to going, wait, 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 you've just finished high school. Like, let's just kind of settle in here a bit and just be with this experience of finishing or completing or arriving where you're at. Um, You know, people mountain climb for that reason is to arrive uh, and rarely, though, do they have the opportunity to go, okay, we're going to hang out here. They have to get ready to um, to uh, go down the mountain, or they have to prepare for something. They don't get to just sort of settle in and, and just immerse themselves in the experience of arriving and being here in this moment. So I'm offering that to you as an opportunity to wear, to, to see or to experience or to choose in, with your free will to say, okay, so for this moment, I'm going to hang out here in me without questioning right, wrong, good or bad, without questioning whether there's a better place or a, a, um, a place that uh, I should be, without questioning those shoulds and shouldn'ts, without questioning what other people think. And just say, for this moment, this is me. And for this moment, this is what it's like being me. This is what it is It is like inside me, being me. Now, it's. I, I like to journal in this process because then I'm articulating and writing down this experience so that I don't forget. It's like having a conversation with myself through writing. Uh, so that's really helpful. And I ask these questions quite often with my clients to say, what's it like being you in this situation, in this circumstance, and uh, or with this arrival or with this ending? What's it like being you? 
And so often they're they're taken back by by the question. They don't know quite how to answer it. And so they really have to settle in and like really feel into the quality of being who they are, just the quality of the experience of being here now in this moment. And um, it's 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 a beautiful practice and it's one for me that is becoming easier and easier and easier and i think um that is because um because i continually let go of the patterns of looking at who i used to be or what i should have been doing or how it could have been different and saying no this is what is and also the ability to listen more and more to my intuition listening for guidance and um some of that some of that is very challenging i yesterday um there's a i i live on 10 acres of land and i have a lot of property to kind of upkeep and i haven't been doing much lately because um because it's hard work and i don't have the tools to do it uh so yesterday a friend of mine showed me a really great tool it's a tiny little chainsaw with a four inch blade on it and it's battery operated so it's easy to start easy to use it's great and it's like wow i really need one of those and so i bought it and it was like it was 169 dollars. it was like it's not like um you know like 50 cents go buy that it's like that's an investment and it was like, do I really need this? Is this really going to make my life better if I buy this? Would it be better to save that money for something else? Like those questions, questioning my reality. When the fact is, is that um, I need I need tools that help me and empower me. It's the tools that empower me to um, to take care of my property, to steward it in a good way and, and keep things looking good, but also just maintaining the, what needs to be maintained. So the point in sharing that with you is that point that says, I need that tool. And it feels like it's an inspiration. It feels like it's an intuitive guidance. And yet the questioning is, well, do you really need that? You know, shouldn't you save that money for something else? But the inner knowing says, no, this is really this is really valuable, a really valuable tool. So being able to listen to and trust that intuition, even though it doesn't make sense to your logical, rational mind, but in your in your to your intuition, which I believe is ninety nine percent divine articulation, divine communication, I'm paying attention more and more. I'm trusting more and more. I'm, um, I feel safe in that experience and I respect it. I respect that I'm following that path, even though it does, it goes against consensus view of reality, uh, to, to follow your inspiration, whether it's buying a tool, uh, changing your diet, you know, whatever it is, it's, it's, uh, it's a way of listening to yourself and your higher knowing and that helps you prepare for taking the next step. So I just did two things. One is be here now in this moment and in the right um, right timing in terms of divine timing, you will feel your foot begin to raise, raise up and beginning to take the next step. You can feel it in your body. You can feel it in your whole being when it's ready, when you're ready to take the next step. 
Um, as I've mentioned in a few podcasts, uh, I did finish this book. Um, uh, I've arrived um, a couple, a few weeks ago, and I felt this emptiness, this numbness, this no placeness, this no thingness. There's nothing to do. There's nowhere to go. Nothing. <laughs> and it's like, what do I do? And so I've just been being with myself and doing what needs to be getting done, um, preparing for the winter time, um, cooking, changing diets, reading, all kinds of things, but aren't necessarily focused on productivity or the next project. And this morning I woke up and I went, oh, wow, there's that feeling, that feeling like, okay, this is beginning to, it's like a seed beginning to sprout. There's something sprouting and just enough to notice, ah, something's coming without having to do anything, just noticing something's going to arrive at some point within me that inspires me to what's next. And I really love that. I, I really love being able to trust that unfolding of me without the, the strategics. What do I need to do next? What do I need to get done? And, and um, who do I need to call? All those kinds of things. But there's this unfolding that inevitably um, communicates to me all that I need to know, all that I need to do. And, and I get things done and I call the people I need to call. But it's done out of this evolving inspiration versus the shoulds and shouldn'ts and and um, the good things and the bad things and the wrong things and the right things. So I think that's pretty much it for today. M- my desire and my intention is to empower you and to and to and to um, spur you forward into courageously being in the moment with yourself and being in the moment with yourself without hesitation, in a sense, that's part of the practice, isn't it? That's like, oh my God, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. And um, being here in presence means, okay, I'm here. Ah, I'm here, I'm here. And that place of just ah, settling in. So sending you big hugs and blessings. And if you're interested in looking at my book, it's um, you can check it out on my website at theparadigmshifts.com. Or you can find it on Amazon or other internet bookstores. Again, it's called I've Arrived. Well, sort of. All right. Sending you big hugs and blessings. Bye for now. 